Hello, hello, and welcome back to a special episode of the P2P Soapbox. I'm your host and P2P BFF, Marcy Maxwell, the Managing Director of the Peer-to-Peer Professional Forum. We are fresh off our annual conference held in Philadelphia just last week, and I'm excited to share some of the standout moments with you on today's show. Today's episode is a little different as it's a solo episode, meaning it's just me today. But don't worry, in two weeks, we'll return to our regular schedule featuring insightful interviews with your industry peers. As always, we kicked off last week's conference with the unveiling of the peer-to-peer fundraising top 30 programs for both the U.S. and Canada and our annual benchmark report. We are so grateful to have 134 programs participating in this year's study, making it the largest one yet. So let's jump right into some of the key insights from the study. If I had to summarize the data and trends from this year in just one word, I would have to say that 2023 served as a year of recalibration, adjusting our expectations following the roller coaster of recent years in our industry. We all witnessed the significant downturn in 2020 due to the pandemic. While 2021 showed some recovery, It was tempered by ongoing restrictions and staffing challenges. And then came 2022, a year of remarkable growth with a 19% increase in revenue and a staggering 58% growth in participation as in-person events came back full force. So how did 2023 fare? These lofty achievements of 2022 set the bar even higher with increased expectations and budgets. Many organizations faced hurdles with staff retention and layoffs, and we all navigated a critical technology change with Facebook fundraising during a busy fall event season. And all of these challenges were set amidst a backdrop of global news events, competing for public attention. It was really hard to break through in 2023. But despite these obstacles, the industry once again posted positive revenue growth for the third consecutive year. Yes, the third consecutive year. That is a huge success. We are happy to share that in 2023, the top 30 programs in the U.S. saw revenue grow by 3.2%, surpassing the $1.1 billion mark. That's billion with a B and engaging over 3.8 million participants, which is basically the equivalent of the population of Oklahoma, and also represented a 15.6% increase year over year. Impressive. While we can't recount the full top 30 on this episode, let me highlight just some of the top performers. The American Heart Association's HeartWalk retained its position as America's largest peer-to-peer fundraising program, raising $106 million, which was 2.9% growth year over year. The Alzheimer's Association's Walk to End Alzheimer's experienced the largest dollar increase, exceeding $100 million for the first time with nearly $9.4 million growth. ALSEC St. Jude Children's Research Hospital's St. Jude Heroes program saw the highest percentage increase, climbing 21% to 
to $23.3 million. And two programs from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society made the list for the very first time. The Student Visionaries of the Year and Visionaries of the Year coming in at number nine and number 10, respectively. Many around the industry may remember the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Man and Woman of the Year program, which rebranded to Visionaries of the Year. This program identifies select community champions who compete to raise the most money via peer-to-peer fundraising. Programs like this one have been around the peer-to-peer world for a while, but this is their first time participating in the survey. And while there were many more success stories like these, there are also some interesting trends to unpack. First of all, the top 30 U.S. programs saw more modest growth in revenue at 3% compared to the previous year's 19%. I imagine many of you might have budgeted with the expectation of another year of double-digit growth. So 3% might feel like you're coming up short, even though it is a year-over-year success. Similarly, while a 15% increase in participation would have been celebrated in previous years, it now pales in comparison to the previous year's 58% growth. All of this suggests to me that the post-pandemic rebound is plateauing and we're experiencing a shift in momentum back to more realistic growth expectations. Another noteworthy trend is the disparity between participation growth and revenue growth. So the top 30 U.S. events had 15% more participants year over year, but it only resulted in 3% revenue growth. Now, this could be attributed to many factors, inflation, turnover, world events, changes to our fundraising tools. But it also means the non-fundraisers or $0 fundraisers who plagued our programs for years are back. Coming right out of the pandemic, many programs experienced really high fundraiser activation, meaning the vast majority of their participants were fundraisers, and the majority of these people were already supporters of our organizations. Now, with events fully opened back up, we're investing in bringing new people again, and with those new people come those who don't know how to fundraise, don't want to fundraise, or don't even realize that the event is a fundraiser in the first place. However, before we get worried about this data point, it also represents an opportunity as we focus on retaining these participants, since we know traditionally that repeat participants raise more money than first-time participants. Another trend we saw with the addition of competition or ambassador fundraising programs like the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Visionaries programs, is that the landscape of peer-to-peer fundraising is diversifying. While traditional walks and rides still absolutely dominate the scene, together representing 63% of the programs and 69% of the revenue, these other campaign types are proving that there is even more opportunity in the peer-to-peer space. Lastly, we've heard a lot of talk this year about the decline of the individual donor, the impact of inflation, and if or how that would impact P2P giving. What we saw in this study was that the overall trend in peer-to-peer fundraising 
remained pretty resilient with mixed outcomes across different program types, meaning peer-to-peer has yet to face the same decline in individual giving as other development channels. So ultimately, 2023 marked another solid year for peer-to-peer programs, showcasing resilience, adaptability, and continued growth in face of challenges. So in addition to unveiling this study at the conference, we covered a wide variety of topics from community building to storytelling, innovation to working with volunteers, event safety to stewardship and recognition. We'll be diving deeper into these topics throughout the rest of season two of the P2P Soapbox. So make sure you don't miss an episode. Plus, if you are a data nerd like me and you want to dig even further into the data we discussed today, The full data sets for both the U.S. and Canadian Top 30 are both available on our website and in today's show notes. So thanks for tuning in today for a small glimpse at what we discussed at this year's conference. As I mentioned, we'll be back soon with more inspiring conversations with industry thought leaders. So make sure to tune in for the rest of the season. 